book of John chapter 10. I want to read from verse 1 to 5. John's gospel chapter 10 verse 1 to 5. Verily, verily I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is the thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the potter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And the stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. By the grace of God, I will be sharing the word of God in this second service on the subject, becoming what God called me to be. Becoming what God called me. To be. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the privilege and the honor we have to approach you. For your word says in Hebrews 4:16, come boldly to the throne of grace that we may receive grace and find mercy to help in the time of need. Thank you for the privilege we have to approach you. Here we come, Lord. Let your doctrine distill upon us that the this upon the harps, and let your word and your spirit have a free course among us. And let it be that the things we learn, receive, and hear, and see, we shall inculcate them into our lives. And your name will be glorified by the results our lives will begin to portray. Thank you, Holy One. We exalt you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. One of the greatest desires in the heart of God is to make sure he communicates the truth to us. God always wants to communicate the truth to us. John 19, 38 says, there is nothing we can do against the truth but for the truth. God wants to communicate the truth to us about ourselves, about him, about life in a general sense because he wants us to know the truth. John chapter 8, verse 31, Jesus said unto those Jews that believed in him, if you continue my words, then are you my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth. God wants us to know the truth about life. The truth about relationship. The truth about giving. The truth about praying. And so he communicates the truth to us. First of all that we may know the truth. He does not want us to be ignorant. He does not want us not to know what we ought to know. For Matthew 13 11 says unto you it is given to know. So God's utmost desire is to communicate the truth to us that we may know them. Secondly, God does not just want to communicate the truth to us about who we are and what we have and where we are and what we can do, but God also wants to communicate the truth to us so that we may be conformed to the truth. He wants to first of all communicate the truth to us so that we may know it and that is one of the things that the Spirit of God does in 1 Corinthians 2.12. What things do the things of a man except the Spirit of man that is in him? Even the things of God do no, no man except the Spirit of God. 
we have not received the spirit that is of this world, but the spirit of you of God, that we may know those things that are freely given to us of God. So God communicates the truth to us. Utmost is desires to communicate the truth to us, that we may know the truth. Then secondly, he communicates the truth to us that we may be conformed to the truth. God wants us to be conformed to the truth. God's word says in Romans 12, to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renew of your mind. In other words, when God communicates his truth to us, we are no longer conformed to this world, but transformed. So God does not just want us to know the truth, he wants us to be conformed to the truth. He wants us to become what God's word says we are. In the first service, I spoke about the truth about who we are. And now I'm talking about becoming what he called me to be. So God shares with us the truth that we may know the truth. But beyond that, he also shares with us the truth that we may be conformed to the truth. When you hear the truth, God wants your life to begin to become a reflection of the truth that you have accepted. He wants your life to begin to show forth that the truth he has communicated, communicated to you is now reality in your life. But beyond that, God does not just want you to know the truth. He does not just want you to be conformed to the truth. But God also wants you to share the truth. To share the truth that you have received from him with others. And so God will always go to great extent to make sure that you and I know the truth. He goes to great extent to communicate the truth to us about who we are and what we have, what we can do and where we are so that we may know it first, so that we may conform to it second and then so that we may share it. Now as believers, there are many things God has compared us to. You see, whatever God compares us to is what God has called us to be. In the Bible, God compares us to trees. The Bible said in Psalm 92 verse 12, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree and grow like the cedar in Lebanon. Psalm 1 verse 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh down the castle of the ungodly, that stand not in the ways of sin, and that sit on the seed of his comfort. Verse 2 says, But his delight is the love of the Lord, the love of the Lord that see by day and night. He shall be like a tree. So there are certain things God has called us to be. He has called us or chosen us, as it were, to be trees. The Bible said in Psalm 61 verse 3, To appoint unto them that morning down, beautiful ashes. The oil of joy for money, the garment of praise, praise, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that will be called trees of righteousness. So God has called us to be trees. Not only did He call us to be trees, He also called us to be ambassadors. Second Corinthians five twenty says, "Now are we ambassadors for Christ?" Paul was speaking about himself in Ephesians six twenty. He says, "He is an ambassador in bonds." An ambassador is an officer from one country that goes to another country to represent the country of his origin. You and I are from heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. Jesus said in John 17, 14, John 17, 16, you are not of this world even as I am not of this world. In other words, he wanted to see yourself in this world as an ambassador. 
an ambassador of Nigeria to Cameroon is in Cameroon but is not of Cameroon. He is not a Cameroonian. He was sent to Cameroon by this country to represent this country in Cameroon. So he cannot see himself as a Cameroonian though he is in Cameroon. So you and I are in this world but we are not of this world. Our citizenship is in heaven. That is where we are from. That is where our life is in Christ. So God compares us to so many things. Compares us to trees. That is what he has called us to be, trees. He compares us to ambassadors. That is what he has called us to be. He compares us to prophets. That is who he has called us to be. He compares us to priests. That is who he has called us to be. He compares us, eventually, finally, as it were, to sheep. Now, the common ordinary thing that I agree up to know that God has called us is that he calls us sheep. Even when I was not a Christian, I knew that one simple way we God calls us, what he has called us to be, he has called us to be sheep. Psalm 74 verse 1, Psalm 79 verse 13, Psalm 92, 95 verse 7, Psalm 100 verse 3 says, we are the sheep of his pasture. That is to let you know that God calls us to be trees, he calls us to be soldiers, in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. But the common thing that you and I agree up to know, that God calls us, is that he calls us sheep. In the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, God did not call us soldiers. Jesus never called anybody soldier. He never called anybody tree. But one thing that he called all of us in the Gospel, he calls us sheep. In the scripture we read in Luke, I mean John, just chapter 10, verse 1 to 5, you will see him referring to you and I as sheep. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 6, Matthew 15, 24. He referred, he told the apostles, he says, go not but to the lost sheep. When he was telling them to go and evangelize. He said, go not but to the lost sheep of the household of Israel. So basically he was telling them, look, those people who are Israelites are sheep. God's word says in John 10, 16, Jesus speaking. He said, other sheep have I who are not yet of this fold. So one name that God called everybody, whether you are a Christian or an unbeliever, he calls them sheep. You remember the song of the choir says, Becoming what he has called me to be. Jesus was called a sheep himself in Isaiah 53, verse 7. The first person who referred to you and I as sheep in the Old Testament was David in Psalm 23. A statement he repeated in Psalm 74, Psalm 79, Psalm 95, Psalm 100 that you and I are sheep of his pasture. So what has he called us to be? He has called us to be sheep. But you see, it is one thing for God to call you to be something. It's another thing for you to become that thing. And so what we want to look at today are the characteristics of what God has called us to be and then to begin to demand of ourselves those characteristics so that we can become what they called us to be. I always say people tell people this. John chapter 1 verse 12. He said to us many that receive him. To them gave he power to become. Which means 
at the moment, at the time when you were chosen, at the time when your life is touched, at the time when God touched you and changed you, you are not that thing. And so a lot of effort must be put into it to become what he has called you. To as many that receive him to them, gave he power to become. Many people never make the effort to become. They just receive the power. They start out but really never become. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 29, whom he did foreknow, he did predestinate to be conformed. Remember God wants us to know the truth. He communicates the truth to us that we may know it. But more than that, he communicates the truth to us so that we may be conformed to that truth. If God calls us to be a soldier, then what is required of us is that we should do everything to become the soldier he called us to be. God called me to be an apostle. I did not become an apostle by accident. I did not become an apostle just because he called me to be an apostle. I had to put an effort into it. That's why when Paul was introducing himself, he says, Paul called to be an apostle. There are people who are called to be several things here, but they are not yet. Called to be a financer of the gospel, but you are not yet. Called to be the head, but you are not yet. Called, called to be above only, but you are not yet. So there is always a little to do. After God called us to be something before we can become that thing. And that is why I like the song of the the choir this morning. It says manifest. Manifest simply means when what God called it to be is now a reality. It's no longer an idea in the heart and the mind of God. It has been translated from concept of vision to reality. I was called to be an apostle but I had to demand it of myself. I had to do the right thing and stay away from the wrong thing before I am now manifest as an apostle. So becoming what God called me. God will always call us to be something. When Jesus Christ was speaking here, I was saying, look, I've called you to be sheep. But that does not mean that you'll be a sheep without an effort. That does not mean you'll be a sheep without an involvement on your part. And that is why we want to look at some of the qualities of a sheep so that you will know how to demand it of yourself so that you can now begin to manifest the qualities of a sheep. It's one thing to be called a sheep. It's another thing to manifest the quality of a sheep. It's one thing to be called an apostle. It's one, another thing to manifest the qualities of an apostle. So what I want to look at is the character, characteristics of sheep. Now let me try and first of all define that word characteristic. Now the word characteristics can be defined as a specific, personal, original, peculiar, individualistic, unique, special, particular, exclusive, inherent, inborn, inbred, inseparable, ingrained trait or quality of a person. Let me go over it again. The characteristics of a person can be defined as a specific Personal, original, peculiar, individualistic, unique, special, particular, exclusive, 
inherent, inborn, inbred, inseparable, ingrained trait or quality of a person. So when God says we are sheep, there are certain particular, unique, special traits that is associated with sheep, which you and I can have to cultivate if we are going to become sheep in reality. It's not enough to carry the tag and title. It is important to inculcate, to internalize, to develop, to mature, to cultivate those traits and qualities so that you can express them. That is what is called manifest. The Bible tells us, and I quoted this in the first service, when I was commenting on the song of the choir, Romans chapter 8, verse 19, it said the next expectation of the creation waiteth for the manifestation of the children, of the sons of God. Creation is waiting. Creation is waiting. Years ago, when God called me to be an apostle, creation had to wait. Because you don't become an apostle just because God called you to be one. You become an apostle because you now develop, as it were, cultivate those specific, personal, original, peculiar, unique, special, particular, exclusive, inseparable, ingrained traits or quality that will now say, do now say, which if you have, you now say, well, with this, I'm an apostle. So we want to look at those qualities because I don't want time to be against us. I've said so many things in the first service. If you are not here, you get the tape. It's going to be a blessing to you. It's going to be like the opening into this second part of the message. So I want to look at the characteristics of a sheep. What is it that makes a sheep a sheep? What are those things that a sheep possesses that a dog does not? What are those qualities that a sheep possesses that a pig does not? What are those qualities that a sheep possesses that a lion does not? And those are the things that God is looking for. They are the things that God is searching for. They are the things that God wants you and I to internalize, inculcate, and begin to express. And that's what the creation is waiting for. The NX expectation waited for the manifestation. The word manifest here in the Greek is the word phenelosis, which is like the word that is used when you want to describe a torchlight being put on. You know, torchlight has power inside it. But when you press the button and it shines out, that is phenerosis, which means something inward is now being expressed outward. There is a song we used to sing in old FCS that says Jesus on the inside, walking on the outside. The manifestation, the, the, the release, the expression, the showing forth. And that's very vital. So, what are those qualities of a sheep? If he calls us sheep, because that's what Jesus called us. So, what you are going to do is that you are going to put yourself side and side by side with these qualities. The more you see these qualities in your life, the more acceptable as a sheep you are to him. And the more you get the blessing of being a sheep, because there's a blessing of being a sheep. Being a sheep is not just something that goes unrewarded. If God called us to become, then when we become, 
then there is something that goes with becoming. First Timothy 2 4, he said, God will have all men to be saved and come to become. So God will say, I start you out by salvation, but I want you to internalize and inculcate this so that you'll be not a sheep outside the fold, but a sheep in the fold. So what are these characteristics? What I expect you to do is to look at it very closely. Measure yourself against them, each and every one of them. And see in reality whether you are a sheep yet in the fold. Whether you have inculcated, developed and matured these characters. Characteristics or the traits and qualities. So that indeed you can be called a sheep because that's what he calls you. That's the name he called you. He named you. He called you that name. That's the name he has called you. And that was the name that Jesus called. The people he dealt with. He said my sheep. And David was the first person that used that word shepherd. And so what are those characteristics? What are those characteristics? Ingrained characteristics. That a sheep possesses. Number one. The first quality or trait. Or characteristics of a sheep is that a sheep is a clean animal. Unlike a dog. Unlike a pig. I want to encourage you to read Leviticus chapter 11. From verse 1 to 47. In Leviticus chapter 11 verse 1 to 47. You will discover the classification and the names of animals the ones that fly in the air, the ones that walk on the ground, and the ones that is in the water that are regarded as clean animals. And you will see that the qualification, the way it is qualified there is that a sheep fulfills the responsibility. Especially from verse 1 to 8, there are very two important, respons- two important qualities that a walking animal on the ground must fulfill. Number one, it must chew the cord and its feet must be clothed. In other words, it must be divided. It must chew the cord. Animals that chew the cord but their feet is not divided are not clean animals. Animals with divided feet but that does not chew the cord, they are not clean. But sheep is a clean animal. Now, so the first thing you need to know is that if you are going to be a sheep, holiness is not negotiable. Holiness is not negotiable. The Bible tells us in the Hebrews 12, 14, it says, follow peace and holiness with all men. Without which no man will see the Lord. Most sheep are white and white is the symbol of holiness. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 12, 10 that we should be partakers of the holiness. Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the pure in heart. That is holiness. So, sheep is a clean animal. So, for you to be a sheep, holiness as a standard lifestyle. Is not negotiable. Being a sheep means living a holy life. Most sheep are white. Most sheep are white. And that is why the phrase black sheep. Means something that stands out. In a negative way. 
Sheep are clean animals. Sheep are clean animals. And if you are going to be a sheep in reality, holiness is not negotiable. The Bible tells us holiness is beautiful. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 22 Abstain from every appearance of evil. First Timothy 5.22 Keep yourself pure. First John 3.3 3, He that has his hope in himself purify himself even as he is pure. Holiness is non-negotiable. Holiness is actually conforming to the image of God. You see, God is holy. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 6, you'll begin to read in verse 1, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, he was high and lifted up, and his strength filled the temple. I saw cherubims, I saw seraphims, and they started saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the Bible says the glory of God covered that place. A real sheep is someone who has made up his mind to be like him. Ephesians 5.1 Be ye imitators of God as their children. Matthew 5.48 Be ye therefore perfect even as your heavenly father is perfect. Luke chapter 6 verse 40 A disciple cannot get out on his master. He that shall be perfect shall be like his master. You need to be clean. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 19. It tells us that you and I we have no choice but to be clean. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 21 if a man shall purge himself of these things. So we need to remove dresses from our lives if we are going to be sheep. If God said you are sheep, he is expecting you to conform to that sheep, to that sheep and a sheep is a clean animal a sheep is not unclean a sheep is white Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 8 let your garment be always white God is of purer eyes than to behold iniquity Habakkuk 1 13 is of purer eyes than to behold iniquity and cannot look on sin so if you are not if you don't take holiness seriously you are not ready to become. You see, when we get born again, we are not in the shape and form in which we should be. God does a work in us, first of all. But the Bible says that's the beginning of the work he wants to do. Philippians 1.6 He says, I'm confident of everything that he who has begun a good work. When you get saved, he starts. Then he begins to purify. He begins to wash us. He begins to cleanse us. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, 2 Corinthians 7.1, let us purge ourselves from every filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. 1 John 2.1, these things have I written unto you that you sin not. He said, but if you sin, you have an advocate with the Father. If we confess our sins, it's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Holiness! Without window man, we see God. So becoming who he called us to. If he says you are a sheep, he says you need to be white. And to be white, you need to wash yourself clean. Though your sins may be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they may be as red as crimson, they shall be as white as wool. Isaiah 118. He says, come, let us reason together. So the first thing about a sheep or sheep, and if you want to confirm, 
is to be clean because sheep are clean animals. They are not treated like dogs or pigs or snail. If you read the Leviticus 11, you will discover it is mentioned there specifically that you know eating snail. You will discover there when you read it that catfish is not clean. You will discover that pork is not clean. You will discover that many of the things you and I have been eating are not clean. Let me say this. God made this body and he knows what is best for it. And so when he was recommending those food as clean and unclean, he knows the kind of food that can injure you and the kind of food that can make you whole. But most of the time in life, you and I have cut our teeth, they have cut our way to our graves by our mouth. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, not just to speak, but by what you eat. It's very important for you to put a knife to your throat. Read Leviticus 11 and read it in a very simple English so that you can comprehend it. So the first thing is that sheep are clean animals. If you want to become a sheep, if you want to become a sheep, clean up your life. Clean up the mess. Proverbs 25 verse 4. Remove the dross from the silver and the vessel shall come out for the fire. Number two, quality or characteristic of a sheep is that sheep are the same everywhere. A sheep is a sheep. I have been to many different countries and enjoyed the many different cultural differences. And one thing I have discovered is that the way a sheep looks in America is the same way a sheep looks in Europe. And it's the same way a sheep looks in Africa. Sheep, unlike many of the other animals, look the same way. Monkeys don't look the same way. Gorillas don't look the same way. Grizzlies, or what we call bear, don't look the same way. The kind of bears in Canada are not the kind of bears you find in the USA. Tortoise don't look the same way. But one peculiar thing about sheep is that they look the same way. You need to develop, if you are going to become a sheep, you need to develop the ability not to be hot when you are in a hot place and to be cold when you are in a cold place. Develop the ability to be the same. That is becoming a sheep. Whether it's good or whether it's evil, develop a consistent, continual, same reaction to it. That is what makes God God. Malachi 3.6, I am the Lord, I change not. Some people, when they have money, they are different. When they do not have money, they are different. Some people, when people see them, they are different. When people are not seeing them, they are different. But you need to develop sameness. Psalm 102, verse 27. God's word tells us very clearly. He said, God is the same. Sheep are the same. You see, I've discovered this. That when you go to America, you meet American Pentecostal Christians. And you go to India, you meet India Pentecostal Christians. And you go to Singapore, or Malaysia, or New Zealand, or, or, or Australia. Born again Christians are the same. I remember some years ago when I went to England. And I saw people fasting and they were drinking tea and eating chewing gum. And I asked them, what kind of fasting is this? They said, this is, this is, they said, this is Europe. Not that kind of fasting you fast in Nigeria and your mouth is smelling. Now what are they telling me? They are giving me the impression that sheep is not sheep. That what God will use to judge the sheep in Europe is different from what God will use to judge the sheep in England. Because it's Igilandi. Sheep are the same everywhere. Sheep are supposed to be the same. You should be the same. 
You see, many people when they are poor, they are different. When they are rich, they, are, they have changed people. When they are poor, their prayer is different from when they are rich. They, have, they are not able to develop and inculcate that sameness. Ability to be the same. Ability to be the same in season and out of season. Sheep are the same. Sheep have no trick up their sleeves. Sheep don't pretend. Sheep don't perform. You cannot go to the circus and see a sheep performing. Have you ever gone there? A sheep is too dumb to perform in a circus. But a monkey does. A dog does. But the sheep is the same. Bunduk was, you know, nothing. If you put a cloth on a sheep, it doesn't make any difference. From when you put, you don't put anything on it. A sheep is the same. Becoming. Develop the ability to be the same. It's very easy to change. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 24, 21, meddle not with him that is given to change. I've seen people that we could talk to when they did not have money. But when they had money and they became officers of the country, or they, they had a little money and they bought a car, fairly used, we cannot no talk to them anymore. I remember the young man who used to be in this church. I remember when he was very humble, he had nothing. He was nothing. But no sooner he started making some little money, we couldn't talk to him anymore. His head and teeth are the same. That is what, what you see is what you get. One thing I have tried over the years to be is to remain the same. My passion for the word undiminished. My devotion to prayer undiminished. My commitment to the things of God undiminished. Consistency. Anybody can become something different after a while. It takes a lot to remain the same. It takes a lot to remain the same. I remember years ago I was as thin as a broom. When money started coming, I was drinking five alive in the morning. Five alive in the afternoon. Five alive in the evening. And the five alive was now killing me gradually. My waist expanded. My body ballooned. I was not able to keep the good wine. You need to be able to keep it. That good thing which is committed unto thee. Keep by the Holy Ghost. That good thing committed unto thee. First Timothy 6.20. That good thing committed unto thee. That is the second characteristic of a sheep. He is the same. He is the same. He is the same. In the night, he behaves the same way as he behaves in the day. There are certain people, they have a carriage in the day. In the night, they become monsters. There are some people, they have a carriage in the church, in the hostel, when they go on business, when they travel, they become completely different. Those are no sheep. Becoming what he called you to be. He called you to be the same. He called you to, he called you to be like him. Jesus Christ, the same. Yesterday, today, forever. He said to the people of the marriage in John 2, he said, you have kept the good wine. You see, it's easy to change, to become something else. It's a lot of effort to remain the same. Becoming what he called me to be. He called me sheep. Over the years, I know it has taken me a lot to keep the fire burning on the altar of my heart. To keep my prayer up. To keep my fasting up. To keep everything up. To keep myself from becoming proud and puffed up. Especially when you are celebrated in the corridors of the nations. And people have to literally bow and beg. Just for you to come and see them for one, two, three days. 
I remember I traveled to a place just this last trip I went to the United States and some pastors had to travel, spend almost a thousand dollars just because they wanted to talk to me and ask me to become their mentors. And I sat down with them and the pastor wife come and say, Reverend George, don't be doing this kind of thing. I said, why? I said, these are people I knew when they were in Nigeria and I sat down with them. We used to eat a bula together. Why should I not now talk to them and say, ah, Level at his soon now. I'm the same. I'm still the same person. You see, that is it takes a lot of effort. But that is what he called you to be. You need to dig deep. And some of the places where you have missed it and you have gone off, bring it back into place. It takes a lot of effort to do it. That is the second characteristic of a ship. They are the same everywhere. They are the same everywhere. Your Christianity must remain the same everywhere. <laughs> One man was telling me recently, he said, ah, he said, Christianity, Lila America. I said, why? I said, go on, Nigeria. Where there's no light, everything you need to use for it. No light, no water, no security, nothing. I said, here, don't let the ease of life, ease of life, Make you forget God. That was the problem of Israel. God warned them. When you get into the land of promise, do not forget me. And that was what they did. They turned back, they forget him. And that is why he broke out upon them in plagues. Number three, characteristics of a sheep. Another characteristics of sheep is that they are useful animals. Useful animals. If you are not useful since God saved you, you are not a sheep. Sheep are very useful to be full of use. Let me tell you some of the usefulness of sheep. Number one, they provide meat. They are used for sacrifices. They are useful during festive seasons. They are useful for Passover. Israel in those days. No one can be a real Israelite who does not have access to sheep. Sheep are useful for family occasions. Sheep are useful for their wool. They are useful for their milk. They are useful for cheese. Everything about sheep is useful. There is nothing about sheep. The sheep is like the palm tree. The big question is, are you useful in the church? What function do you serve? What difference are you making? Are you useful? Since God saved you, what have you done to show appreciation? The Bible says in Luke chapter 1 verse 74 that we've been delivered from our enemies. We may serve him without fear in righteousness and holiness all the days of our lives. Sheep are very useful animals. They are very useful. They may not be good looking. They may be ugly. They may be dumb. They may be moving in one direction, but they are useful. They are useful. Someone who comes to church, serves not in any department or specialized fellowship, he's not a sheep. A sheep does not do that. A sheep is useful. A sheep serves a function. A sheep serves. What does it mean to serve? It means to function for someone else. What does it mean to serve? It means to meet the need of someone else. When God was saving you, he had something at the back of his mind that you should do for him. Titus chapter 2 verse 14. He said he gave himself for our sins. 
that he may purify us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. You were saved and delivered from whatever held you down because God wanted to have a use for you. Exodus chapter 7 verse 16 Let my people go that they may serve. God told me years ago he said, most of the time I find it difficult to give money to children of God because most of the time they will use it for what your believers will use it for. He says, so there is no reason for me to get it from your believer and give it to them because the purpose will not change. Money in the hand of a Christian should be different from money in the hand of an unbeliever. If you use that money that God gives you for the same thing an unbeliever will use it for, then there will be no reason for God to give it to you. No reason. Christians who will always find a sanctified use for the money. The silver and the gold belongs to God. We'll always have a lot of it. If you're going to use your money to glorify God. If you're going to use funds to push forward the gospel. He said, the Bible said in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. He giveth us power to get wealth that we may establish his covenant. What means the wealth we get is to establish his covenant. Not to consume it upon our lust. James 4, 2, you have not because you ask not. James 4, 3, you ask and you receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it on your lust. I was telling a woman this. I said, it's always very good for a woman to ask God to give her a baby. I said, but one way to get the baby quickly is when you say, if you give me a son and we give him to your work. I said, quickly, God will release it. Because all the babies that God has given to people, they give, them, they give their children to accountancy, to engineering, to law. But many families will fight it to the last drop if any of their children say it's going to ministry. Remember and note it. Every family must give a Levite to God. Any family that does not give one person to the work of the ministry is cheating on God. You will be required to give at least one member of your family, children, to God. So have it in your mind. That is how sheep operate. They are very useful. Every part of them is useful. Their wool is useful. Their skin is useful. Their meat is useful. Their milk is useful. Their cheese is useful. Every part. And that is the extent that you and I need to get to. You don't have to go and come to the pulpit and preach if you don't have a call to preach. But whatever little you can do to just let the work of God go on and go out, do it. You may not be able to give the one millions and the five hundred thousands to sponsor the TV ministry, but consistently you can give the five thousand every month to make sure the work does not suffer. Sheep develops that ability. Useful. You begin to look for what you can do. You begin to look for where you can serve. You begin to look for the difference you can make. Developing, becoming what he called you to be. God has some expectation. When God saved us, he had expectation. Psalm 118 verse 17. He said, I shall not die but live. To do what? To declare. The purpose of life is service. The purpose of existence is service. God said this to me years ago. He said, it is in my good interest to keep some people alive. While I lose nothing when some people die. So I lose nothing. I lose nothing. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of people who are serving. Sheep are very useful animals. 
They serve. Every part of them is useful for something. I said this in the first service. Let me go just quickly chip it in here. There are some kind of sheep that are called hermit sheep. Hermit. H-E-R-M-I-T. Those kind of sheep are those who want the blessing of the feeding, but they do not want the responsibility and obligation that comes with it. They want to be a blessed, but they don't want to be a blessing with the blessing with which God has blessed them. Hermit. Among sheep, naturally, there are such sheep. Such sheep, they have a sense of, they are very keen. When it's time for lying down in green pasture, they lie down. When it's time for leading them besides the waters, they allow him. But when it is time to cut the wool, they leave the place. Nobody sees them. They run away. Nobody sees them. You run away when there are assignments, when there are duties and responsibilities and obligations that beckoneth. And that is to let you know that you are a hermit sheep. A sheep that cannot distribute handbills. A sheep that cannot invite anybody to church. A sheep that cannot come for evangelism. A sheep that cannot serve in any department. A sheep that is of no use. Hermit sheep. All you want is the blessing. Oh, receive. Amen. Receive. Amen. Receive. You suffer from constipation. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Becoming who he called me. He called you a sheep. A sheep is useful. That is always a use for the sheep. Very important. Number four. Another characteristic of the sheep is that it has sound hearing faculties. Sound hearing faculties. Which helps it to recognize and to respond to the voice of his shepherd quickly. It has sound hearing faculties. A sheep, the way you look at it, it has sound hearing faculties. It has ability to recognize and to hear the voice of the shepherd. I read a story some years ago, very, very wonderful story. A set of sheep mixed with another set of sheep. And so they did not know who the sheep belonged to. And one man was claiming that they had his own sheep. And so the, the person who owned the sheep was invited. He just stood in front of the sheep like this. And he called them by name. You know, in, in Eastern tradition, people give names to sheep the way we give names to dog. The way we give names to cats. The way we give names to our children. That is the same way people give names to sheep. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. But you see many Christians who have not been hearing God. Those are not sheep. When last was it that you had God? When last was it that you had God? God's word tells us God speaks. So why is it that I don't hear God? The Bible said in Psalm 50 verse 7, hear and I will speak. Hear and I will speak. Many children of God who are born again, church members, Bible carrying, I find it difficult to hear God. Now that is an indication that you are not yet the sheep God called you to be. So the time has come to develop the ability to hear him. Develop the ability to hear him. Sacrifice and offering. The psalmist said in Psalm 40 verse 6. Thou will not receive my ear has thou opened. 
Isaiah 50 verse 4, the Lord has given me the tongue of the land that I may speak a word that says to him that is weary. Morning after morning, he wakened my ear to hear as the land. The Lord has opened my ears. I was not rebellious. The character of the sheep is that it has sound hearing capabilities. Sheep hear the voice of their shepherd. Let me say this to you. Indeed, the survival of a sheep depends on his hearing ability. How does the Holy Spirit speak to, uh, lead us? He speaks to us. Elijah had the voice. Moses had the voice. Aaron had the voice. Gideon had the voice. If under the Old Testament people had God, why is it under a better covenant based on better promises? You and I will be finding difficult and complaining about how difficult it is to hear God. As a young Christian, the first thing I developed was my ability to hear. Now, these people say, I don't know. I don't. They say, something said. That is God. Do you know the first thing a child develops after it can see is to hear? A child that does not hear is a terrible, is in a terrible situation. And so hearing, you need to now make it a conscious effort. And hearing God's voice is something that is cultivated through intimacy. I preach about intimacy, God's greatest desire. I think about a month ago, you need to get the tape if you don't have the tape yet. God's greatest desire is that we'll be close. We are supposed to be a people near him. Psalm 148 verse 14. I like that song by the songwriter says, draw me close to you. Never let me go. James 4, 8. Draw near to God. He will draw near to you. Intimate relationship with their sheep. The sheep have a great ability. As slow as you think they are. As ugly as they look. Their hearing is serious. And when the shepherd says it once, he does not need to say it a second time. They are keen in their hearing. The Bible said in Psalm 62 verse 11, once he said it twice, I heard it. That's the way you are supposed to be. We should be swift to hear. James 1.19, slow to speak, slow to wrath. But many times we are swift to wrath, swift to speak, and slow to hear. But the Bible tells us to do it the other way. Swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. the sheep God has called you must be able to hear him develop your ability to hear you will need to take decision over a short period and one thing I trust is my hearing in 1 Samuel 3 7 God came and called Samuel he ran you see people who say they are in the ministry and don't hear the voice of God I'm shocked I don't know how you can be in the ministry and not hear the voice of God Read Exodus and Leviticus. You will see this phrase. And the Lord said unto Moses. 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 Several times. Thy word is a lamp to my feet. And a light to my path. In today's world there are many voices. First Corinthians 14 verse 10. Some of them may sound like that of the shepherd. But the true child of God. Who is a sheep. Will not follow. When he hears the voice of a stranger. John 10.5 The voice of a stranger he will not follow But do you know there are people who follow the voice of a stranger Some people have done some things Even Christians have heard that before They kill people who say God told me to kill the person Then she said I had a voice I said go on go on go on Now that person cannot call himself a Christian can he I had a voice that said Take it nobody will know Go there nobody will hear Now that 
is not a sheep. Because once you respond to the voice of a stranger, it means your ear is not on God's chest. You need to come to the point where your, your ear is on God's chest. Before he says it, you have heard it. Because that is the swiftness with which God wants you and I to respond. Remember, we are eagles. We are eagles. We are eagles. Isaiah 30, 21, that shall hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Revelations, there is a statement that is common to all the churches. Revelations 2, 7, 2, 11, 2, 17, 2, 29, 3, 6, 3, 13, 3, 22. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. When last was it that you heard God's voice? Becoming who he called it. Sheep hear voices. And they hear clearly. As ugly as they look, as dumb as they look, as inexperienced as they look, they hear clearly. It is a capacity that they have in it, peculiar. They hear. Goats don't hear the way sheep hear. Goats don't have the ability to hear. How can I say I'm a sheep when I don't hear? How can I say I'm a sheep? There are three things that sheep, the hearing of the sheep. Number one, the sheep know the voice of the owner. Number two, the sheep obey the voice of the owner. Number three, the sheep differentiates. There was a test that was done some time ago. Two people stood like this. The owner of the sheep stood. The other person was not the owner of the sheep. Now the owner of the sheep gave, the person was not the owner of the sheep. The name of the sheep. And so, the man stood in front of the sheep and called the sheep and turned, expecting the sheep to follow. The sheep did not follow. The owner of the sheep, the man tried two times, three times. The owner of the sheep just whispered. The sheep followed fast. You see, when your spirit is tuned to the wavelength of the radios of God, when he speaks, you will pick it. Even if it's just a still small voice, like in the case of Elijah. He doesn't have to thunder and rent the mountains and rent the heavens. A still small voice. That was how God came to him. Ladies and gentlemen, the characteristic of a sheep which you and I need to inculcate to become is that of developing the capability and the ability to hear. To hear. Give you reasons why you need to hear God. Number one, so that you can evade the devil's trap. It is only God's voice that will keep you away from the path of the destroyer. Psalm 17 verse 4. He said, concerning the works of men, O God, by the words of your lips, I have kept myself away from the paths of the destroyer. Psalm 91 verse 3 says, surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. Snare. How does he deliver you? He will say, this is the way, walk in it. Number two reason why you need to hear God's voice is that you need to hear it because it's only God's voice that leads to destiny. Psalm 39, 37, verse 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by God. Psalm 119, verse 105, thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. For anybody who has been hearing God's voice and it stops, progress stops when you stop hearing voice from God. 
Saul was someone who used to hear God. The day God never manifested himself to him and never spoke to him anymore, his life came to an end. Sheep hear. And that's why they move. Movement is determined by hearing. If you see a business that is on the same spot, a ministry that's on this spot, a minister that's on this same spot, things are not happening, things are not moving forward, he is not hearing. Hearing connects you to the next level. Hearing challenge and provokes you. Number five. Another characteristic of a real ship is that it has a mark of ownership on it. It has a mark of ownership. It has a mark of ownership. In Bible days, one of the things that ship owners do is to brand their ship. Let me say this to you. Listen, if you are a ship of Rema Chapel, there is one mark that will show you you are a Remite. The word. The founding fathers of this ministry, when they get anywhere and they begin to preach, nobody needs to tell them that they are from Rema. Brand. You see, a real ship will have a mark. <laughs> if you are a Remite, to the core, there is a mark. The mark is such that wherever you are, even saying the closing prayer or receiving the grace on food, they will know this remite. One of our deacons in Lagos was angry with the pastor. So he went to another church to worship. At the end of the service, the pastor just pointed at him and said, hey, please, brother, pray for us. He prayed three minutes. The pastor said, come. He said, are you from Rema Chapel? He said, what did you ask? He said, that kind of prayer is two word content. It comes only from people. Now that is branding. A real ship is branded. A real Christian. The Bible says the unbelievers, when they saw Christians, in Acts 11.26, they gave them the name and said, these are Christians. The word Christian was not given to us by Christians. It was not that we sat down in a committee and said, okay, we are going to be Christians from today. No. Brand. When Moses as a child, Moses as a child, when he was born, when Moses was born, and as a child, he cried. Pharaoh's daughter says, from this cry, this is one of the Hebrew children. This is this one. I remember a young man who used to be in Lautech. Lautech, just a young man. At the end, he was, he was heading the campus fellowship at a particular point. Then later on, he started his own ministry while he was on campus and so on and so forth. He went somewhere recently and he was preaching and somebody called me. He said, do you know Paul? Bolu Paul? I said, of course. He said, immediately I had him. Ten minutes. He said, I know. That is a chip off the block. That is what a chip is like. Branded. Galatians 6.17. Listen to this. He said, henceforth, let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the mark of the Lord Jesus Christ. A real ship is branded. You don't even need to, by the way you carry yourself, they said, this one is a Christian. No. Because I ship. I remember one day a woman was cleaning my room in Sheraton. She's been cleaning it for about four days. And when she was there, I did not pray in tongues. I did not quote scriptures. By the third day, she said, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You are a man of God. I said, why? 
I said, I'm not. A. He said, you run it. You are. He said, you are. You are a man. Now, something brand. Sheep are branded. When you see a sheep among thousands of animals, it will stand out. Many things will make it stand out. God wanted to be the standard. He wanted to be outstanding. He wants you to be head and shoulder above. Thy throne of God is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is the scepter. Thy love and righteousness that hated we get it. Therefore, God thy God. One young man came to me and said, Excuse me, sir. I went somewhere and they were arguing with me whether I was from Rema or not. I said, They will argue because you are not branded. Quote three scriptures he cannot. You see? The founding fathers of this church and ministry were branded. Branded. You see, I come to Rema Chapel, prove it. Show it. People are tired of hearing it. They want to see it. There is something that makes us peculiar. That is what you need to carry. Every ministry has its own brand. If you are a show me your brand. Matthew 5, 16. Let your light, your light, so shine before men. That they will see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. Matthew 7, 16. Matthew 7, 20. By their fruit, we shall. Sheep are branded. Most sheep, they always make a hole in their ear and brand it. Where is the hole in your ear? If you come to church once a week, you can't have a hole in the ear. You don't fast on Friday. You don't come to YMTS. You don't read your Bible through. Praying in the spirit is not common. You will not have the hole in the ear. I told that brother, I said, they will argue with you because they cannot see. I said, Moses just cried. They said, this is one of the Hebrew children. Peter was denying. He was denying with his mouth. Matthew 26. Hey, no. Me and Maria. They say it's a lie. Even your speech betray you. Even your speech betray you. Even your speech. Do you know there is a way, Remite, even if you just if you just talk, you just don't this one is very remite. To the call. I've met Remach all over the world. And one thing is, I see the brand. I see the brand. I see the brand they carry. I bear in my body, not on my body. It's not something that time can wash off. If you pass through the fire, you carry the smoke. If, look, Jesus Christ, when they saw the apostles, Acts 4, 13, the Bible said they knew that this was Ignorant and another man, he said, But they took knowledge of what be with Jesus had branded. Branded, this had to become who he called it to be. If God sent you to Rema Chapel, you need to carry the fire of what this ministry represents. You need to be an ambassador of the grace here. Not that somebody will be arguing with you. He said, He, told, he said, Was telling the person, I don't have a judge, I know him. He said, You go to his church, he said, No, I don't think so. I don't think so. He did not carry the fire. He did not carry the brand. There was nothing to show. Sheep carried the brand. They carried the fire. 
Becoming what he called me to be. He called me to be a sheep. I must carry the fire. You can't see a sheep and say, probably this is a goat. No. Probably this is a lion. Uh-uh. When you see a sheep, what do you You know, sheep. From the way he walks, all his ears are just hanging. You won't make mistake. I say, probably this is a goat. You know, there are some people you meet, you are not sure whether his brother East, brother Esther, or Sister John. You understand? Have you ever met a man before who behaved like a girl? There used to be one here, sister. I mean, brother, I mean, Sister Solomon. He used to be in the choir. A man who sings like a woman. The day I heard him, I said, Come on, let the man in you manifest. And you see, there's some brother when you see them, you think they're weird. To Bajakawa TV more. What am I saying? What I'm saying is ownership, branding. Branding. Out of the furnace of affliction have I chosen you. You carry a brand, you carry a smell. You carry the smell. You carry the smell. You carry the boldness on your face. You carry the word of God in your mouth. The founding fathers of this ministry, we are known for ability to refer to scriptures and justify themselves with scriptural quotation. Not pride. It is just a lie. As they stand, the word begins to ooze out. No conscious effort to quote it. It has to. I was watching a man today preach on television. 25 minutes. No one verse. Either in reference or in quotation. 25 minutes. I said, uh-uh. Alone back. Alone back. What's the difference between this one and a storyteller? I can tell a story. And that's all. Jesus spoke with scriptures. It is written, it is written, it is written. Have you never read? It is written. Where do you get your own from? Look at your neighbor and say, give me one verse. Just one verse. Give me one. Oh, yeah. Branded. Branded. In every service we preach, we at least quote 20 verses. Quote them. Say, quote scriptures. According to Colossia, Colo, Colo. Chapter 8, ah, Origa, Aru. By your fruits we shall know you. Number 6. Another characteristic of a sheep is that it does not have upper teeth. A sheep does not have upper teeth. Agotan Olenyoke, Mememu. As a young unbeliever, I knew that Agbotan, Olenyoke, just like Bulldog. You know a dog that is called Bulldog? When it barks, you think the whole city will come down. What is the implication of that? When the Bible tells, I mean, when, when we know that a sheep does not have a it, what is the implication of this? What it means that it is Practically impossible for a sheep to bite anyone or anything with its teeth, since the lower teeth need the upper teeth 
to bite well. What does that tell you? If you are a real sheep, you are completely and absolutely dependent on God. Because you have no party to bite. Jesus portrayed that. John 5.30 I can of my own self do nothing. John 15 verse 5 Without me you can do nothing. Let me say this to you. Without the anointing I'm nobody. But on the, under the anointing I can do all things through Christ. I'm going to lay you okay. All it has there is part to let you know that it cannot bite anybody. That is how important a sheep is without God's help. When the anointing later from Samson, he was nobody. They removed his eyeballs. When the anointing left him, they removed his eyeballs and he was grinding like an ordinary person in the temple of Dagon because the anointing had lifted. Sheep don't have a party. We are not sufficient of ourselves to think ourselves to be anything in our sufficiencies of God. You see, a sheep is absolutely dependent on the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. That is the source of my confidence. I'm absolutely dependent on him. Jesus told the apostles, Matthew 4:19, follow me and I will make you. Real sheep. Do not boast in anything because they are nothing. Oh my, your dog, oh Joe, oh my, the Christian Morini, oh, it's a sheep. Real sheep depend on God. There is no me without you, Lord. You made me what I. How many of you know that song? There is no me without you. Nobody knows I'm nobody more than I do. I tell people. Whatever I enjoy is because of God. When I go to places and you see old men clearing the road, you see old men bound with their head to the floor, I say, Lord, do not let the anointing leave me. Because I know without the anointing, I'm nobody. We are nobody without God. It's just like, like, like a cow that does not have tail. For the sheep not to have about it, it means that you and I have limited capability. And we need to emphasize our need of dependence on God, our shepherd for everything. Though we are in the flesh, we do not walk under the flesh. The weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Paul said, though he had many things that he could boast of, he said, but all of these things he counted but dung. I cannot of my own self do nothing except the Lord build a house. The labor in vain that build it. One man came to me and said, shower the anointing on me. I said, I wish I can do that. Elijah said, I can't give you the bubble portion. But if you see me when I'm taken from you, then it will be done. It's not for me to do. It is not given to me to do. The way some people operate is that 
they are the one doing it. They give you the impression they are the one doing it. But 1 Corinthians 3, 6 says, Paul plant Apollo water, God give the increase. It is not he that planted that is anything, nor he that watereth, but God. A real sheep does not have any sense of confidence. A real sheep does not depend on any, the arm of flesh. His confidence is not in his bow. His confidence is not in his arrow. Except the Lord build the house. The labor in vain that build it. Jeremiah 10, 23. This I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his own path. Someone said to me, make it happen for me. I say, I wish I can. But I cannot. I wish I can make it happen for you. But I cannot. A man can receive nothing except it's given to him from above. Without help from him, we are practically functionless. Let me give you this statement God gave me yesterday. Any attempt to depend on ourselves is a recipe for failure. Any attempt to depend on ourselves is a recipe for failure. God pointed out to me, you can read it at your own time yesterday, Jeremiah 17 verse 5 to 8, read it. Are you a sheep? Real sheep have nothing to boast of. If you see a sheep, you know he has nothing. It is not structure like a gorilla. There is no beauty or comeliness about a sheep. No beauty. A goat looks more well packaged than a sheep. The ears are hanging down. The mouth is long like that of a snake. Nothing. No attraction. Someone was describing a sheep. He says, sheep have no attraction. There is no drawing power in itself. That's why I thank God for my wife who married me. Because when she married me, I was a sheep. Ladies and gentlemen, I was like a disaster going somewhere to explode. No money, no shoe, nothing. The only thing was that I knew I was called by God, that's all. Today you can believe that God has called me. Then she did not see, but she believed. So blessed is she that believed, though she did not see. Now if I say I'm not called, ah! you are called now. You are going to America flying first class. Every month, you are, every month, every month, ah, you are called. Oh, God called you, I know, I know he called you. But in 1981, if you had seen me, I mean it. In four times, I look at myself in the mirror and I begin to cry. There was nothing I had apart from the call of God. I would look at myself in the mirror and begin to cry. In the early days of ministry, my shoes were worn, my shirts were worn, my trousers were worn. Nothing seemed to be working. Sheep have no attraction. No drawing power, no staying power. They don't have the agility of a goat. He got to his bouncing. Bum, 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 bum. Sheep will jump in at it. So, sister, when you see that sheep come to you with a long leg, Everything 
They have no comeliness, no attraction, nothing. Becoming whom he called me to be. Becoming who he called me to be. Another characteristic number seven of sheep is that they flock together. In other words, every sheep walk and journey in company. It could be a small or big company, but that is the way they operate. Sheep are seldom seen walking about solitarily. You don't see it. Any sheep that you see that is walking around, he has strayed. Sheep are gregarious animals that keep company. Many of us want to be individualistic Christian. We want to be left alone. We want to do our own thing alone. There are three kinds of terrible sheep. Solitary sheep, hermit sheep, wandering sheep. You don't want anybody. You don't want to mix. You have an aloofness. You are a loner. You never see a sheep that is a loner. Sheep, by their very nature, are Always in company. They flock together. And the Bible emphasizes the place of keeping company. A flock of sheep. Flock in English means a group of animals feeding and living together. It is the nature of sheep to be with the flock. And thus it should be in our nature as believers to always want to be in the company of others. As recommended by the Lord. The fastest way to depreciate and wither is to be alone. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 4.9. Woe unto him that is alone when he falleth. You see let me share this to you. Men are still God's method. The reason why some people don't get help is not because God does not help people. But you don't have people in your life that God can call to touch your life. The more the people in your life, the more the channels through which God can reach you. My father used to say it in Inyelashomi. Sheep walk in company. Psalm 55 verse 14. We took sweet counsels together. We walked to the house of the Lord in company. Hebrews 10 25. Not forsaking the assembling together of one another as the manner of some is. Psalm 68 verse 6. God set the solitary in family. Every one of us is from a family. Because your full potential can only be expressed through family. Every one of us is from one family or the other. To let you know that family is the basic unit that God wants to use in organizing things. You and I are connected to several people. Cousins, first cousins, nieces, nephews, brothers, uncle, fathers, brother, mothers, brother, mother, sister. That is the way God designed it. That is how sheep operate. Woe unto him that is alone. For when he falleth, there will be no one. I was glad when they said to me, Psalm 122 verse 1, I was glad when they said, not when he said, not when she said, when they said, let us go. God is a God of group. When God was going to start all over with, 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 with uh, Noah, 
We are told in Genesis chapter 6 verse 19 Two of every creature We are made to go into the ark Men and female he made them Two are better than one For they have a better reward for their labor The God we serve is a God of company Sheep like company Do you know why it is very easy to kill snakes Because they don't operate in company If about 100 snakes begin to come at you what will you do sheep they operate in company they find their meaning in company that's why church you need to plant yourself in the church plant yourself in the department plant yourself in the house fellowship plant yourself in the specialized fellowship let me say this to you there is a lot of help God can send you but you have to have people that God will send Luke chapter 6 verse 38 Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, press down, shaking together, running over. Shall men, shall men, shall men. God does not want you to get hooked on any man. Be hooked on God, and He will use any man that knows you. It's only in few cases where God used people who never met you before. It is easier for God to use people that already know you to get that thing across to you. You need more people in your life than you have. You need to expand the resources that you have. I preach in so many places in the world and I can tell you that all of the places I've been able to go to, God used men. I have never gone to any country that God did not use man for me. Zambia, Botswana, Namibia, Egypt, whatever country I've been. Singapore, Malaysia, India, God have used men for me. Men are strategic connection points. You only despise them at your own peril. You despise them at your own peril. Hey, I don't want any man. No. Some people sit at the back of the church. You know, you know that if you have a problem in the night, you may have nobody to call. But because one company does not mean you should keep any company. Psalm 119 verse 63 I'm a companion of them that fear thee and of them that keep your precepts. Company. When God was going to send the missionaries out Acts 13 verse 2 separate me Paul and Barnabas. Luke 10 1 2 by 2 he sent them before his face into every town and village that he himself was going to come into. Sheep flock together we need the comfort of people around us we need the comfort of people around us so that when things are not good they'll be there when things are good they'll be there to celebrate it when things are not good but you see be careful about the choice of the quality of friends you have if you have the three kind of friends that Job had then you're unfor- you unfortunate. Friends who in your problem should be praying for you, you are going to have to pray for them. But God blessed the latter end of Job at the beginning. When he prayed for his friends, John turned his captivity. You see, let me say this to you. Hear me, hear me, hear me. The friend around you are the grounds for you to sow your seed for your harvest. I like to have poor people in my life into whose life I can sow. Just like I have rich people who will also sow into my own life. All 
friends, whether they are poor or rich, have their value. The rich will support you. The poor will provide you a ground to sow in. But you need to flock. I have known some of my friends that have sown in their ministry because of that God multiplied back to me hundredfold. They didn't know what God did. They only knew what I did for them. And so anytime I ask them, is there any need in your life? They think that I'm doing them good, not know that I'm doing myself a good. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. Proverbs 13, 20. If you refuse instruction, you will be aged. Let me close. Let me close. Another thing about sheep is that they always need a personal shepherd. Let me say this to you. If you don't have a man of God who knows you, who's speaking to your life, who is there to guide you, to support you, to nourish you, who is there to prophesy, who is there to cry with you when you cry, every sheep need a shepherd. Many people go to big churches and get lost. And then they are pastored by the screen. The nature of the sheep is that he needs a shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Not just God as the shepherd, but you need an under shepherd. You're not a sheep if you cannot walk up to your pastor. Because let me say this to you, it's not only God who is there. Your shepherd, your mentor. Someone you can call in the night. Say, excuse me, sir. I just had a bad dream. One member of our church called me. I was in Los Angeles. And I called me in the night. Deep in the night. I saw the call. I said, wow. This is a sheep who is useful. This is a sheep that is useful. Call me. I said, what happened? I, normally, I don't pick the call. I pick the call. What happened? 2 a.m. Nigerian time. He said, I just had a dream that I died. I said, drop, drop the call. So he dropped it. I called. I started praying. Ladies and gentlemen, I prayed for 45 minutes. You need somebody like that. Some people go to churches where you fix appointment for five weeks before you see your pastor. You need a pastor. You need, you need my shepherd. You need to be shepherded. You go to a church, your pastor does not know you. Or somewhere recently, one man said, Tanya, he went and stayed near my car. I parked my car, went somewhere. Okay. I said, Tanya? I said, Remani, ICC. I said, Really? What department do you belong to? MET joint. What's the car card number? Specialized fellowship. Uh, I'm just. Uh, ah. Every sheep. Let me tell you where a sheep needs shepherd. Number one, most sheep don't have teeth to bite anybody. Most sheep are defenseless. They don't have a sting. They don't have horn to fight. You need somebody who can fight for you. A member of a church, a sheep, was pregnant. 
And the pregnancy was threatening. And she sent me a text. I just replied, I said, don't worry. Nobody, whether a witch dead or alive, can stop that baby. I said, it will never happen. I said, just, for, just continue, continue. The ship texts me back to this. Say, I'm about to stop. Why do the heathens rage and the people imagine? You need a shepherd you can reach. Somebody said, I don't even go to church again now. They say, why? He said, I just watch TBN. TBN, on your summer, look at Can I come plant? Craft not on your summer, look at Lagbara Jesu. Some people go to a place different than they come to a place and be worried the pastor. No. You cannot be eating in Yah Yusuf and be going to big uh, big boy. I mean, what's the name? That is big Burger King. Um, Mr. Big and be paying there. One man said, I just want to agree with me in prayer. I said, why? He said, he said, the devil is troubling my business. I said, what church do you go to? He said, so and so. When, have you ever come to the world? He said, no. I just see your television program. I said, you see, the church you go to where they collect it and cut your wool as a sheep there, go to them and they go, monkey no go, they walk babu the job. Every sheep needs shepherd. You need to plant yourself in a place. A real sheep does not go about. Does not go about. What are you looking for that is not lost? I'm closing now. Sheep are less able to take care of themselves. They are defenseless. Most of them have no horns, no claws, no sting. They can't bite. They are not fast. They can be easily deceived. Every sister, you need a man of God who can see and who can hear. So that when that rascal comes, Tony, I want to marry you now. me. Your lips are like the roses of Lebanon. Your hips are like the hanging valley of. You need a you need a shepherd. I'm sorry. Actually, I remember the sister who told the brother. The brother was chasing her behind. And the sister said, My wife, daughter, Reverend Judge, said, Ah, what is this stage? My woman, law. Over down, see me, Lonnie. Is it that? Look at your neighbor and say, You need a shepherd. Every real sheep must say, This is my shepherd. I have a man of God in my life who speaks into my life, who prophesies on my business. When things are down to nothing, I walk up to him and say, Sir! And because he has been cutting my wool, and sucking the milk and eating the cheese, he cannot but remember me. No tight card, nothing. Don't you know when you don't have a tight card, you don't give good offering, you are saying that the pastor should be sacked. And before you sack me, I will have sacked you long. One man came to me with a sheet of paper. He said, sir, this sheet of paper is worth millions. I said, I said, so what do you want me to do? He said, I want you to pray and fast with me. I said, Ogasa, I can pray, but fast. Uh-uh. Did you fast in January? Mm, you know, I have this headache. Uh-huh. Did you fast in July? 
sheri fasting church it ileju ota ma gbe takanda e lowo papo mi look at your neighbor and say you need a shepherd you need a shepherd every ship every real ship you need a shepherd is the nature of sheep to stray you need someone who can look at your life one member of our church his business was not doing very fine i called him i said listen to me before the business start, i said listen to me i said god told me that your business will not do fine because what you used to do for god you have forgotten he said, Baba, I don't know what is happening. And he started crying. When, uh, crying, call it, Remember the place from whence that has fallen. Repent. Do the first works. All he did, and I was still telling him this today. Was it today? Yesterday. Because when I arrived, he knew I needed pepper soup when he heard my voice. You see, sheep can see what their shepherd need. When he heard my voice, ah, this man needs pepper soup. So he went and got pepper soup. Ah! When I heard the people like I was blessing him. Father, Rago Shakania Gatuka Yalata. Ekeno Ungugangi Igegebuto Goye Akadonose Kiletete Kula Kiegeba no go go. After praying the normal prayer, I remembered again. After praying, reading my Bible, I remember again. I say, Rabosa Katala Deke Sita no go. Isaac said to Jacob, Go and kill me and bring that my soul will bless you. Pepe soup, Don't you know Pepe soup has a way of evoking the anointing? Suya evokes the anointing. Eh? Four legged animal evokes the anointing. The prayer you did not ask for will give it to you. Let me close. <laughs> Another characteristic of sheep is that they eat a lot. They are voracious. You need to have appetite for the word. Sheep eat. He said he make me to do what? Lie down. You know what it is to lie down? It means whenever they get food, they do what they settle in. It's time to lie down with your Bible. He leaded me beside still waters. He lied down. It means you must have a voracious appetite to eat. Ezekiel was told, Ezekiel 2, 8, Ezekiel 3, 2. Eat what I give you. Eat it. I opened my mouth. I pant. I long for your commandment. Become an omnivorous consumer. Eat the Bible, eat the books, eat the tape, eat the material. Sheep. In fact, I was reading a commentary yesterday and it says, sheep sleep little because they eat most of the time. Unlike God, sleep sheep we eat and sleep and wake up to eat only. Wake up to eat. If you notice sheep, most of the time their mouth is moving. The moment a young sheep 
of lamb is born, he begins to suck the mother in an aggressive way. Suck, suck, suck. And begins consumption like never before. Becoming who he called me to be. You must begin to have a different taste for the things that make for growth. I open, I open my mouth and I pant for I long for your commandments. The challenge I've just given you is to be a sheep. Look at your neighbor and say, sheep. Say, are you a sheep? Do you possess all these qualities? That is the essence of the message. For us to become whom he called us to be. Are you working in company or working solitarily? Do you love associating with... They say there's a youth fellowship, you are youth, you are not associating. They say there's a men's fellowship, you are, you are a man, you are not associating. You will know the importance of those around you when you have problems in your life. That's why you know the value of people. We need all manners of people. There are at least 12 different kinds of people we all need in our lives. I can't go into that. 12 different kinds of people that each and every one of us need. We need people who can confront us. Challenge us without caring. We need people who can run around us and help us when we are down. Lift us up. We need people who can encourage us and put confidence in us. Even when we feel timid and we feel we cannot go on. Every one of us needs 12 people. 12. 12 different people. All of them serving their purpose. Years ago I thought that once you have the word of God in you and you are almost like God, word, incarnate, you don't need people. God told me, he said, Jesus needed people. Mark 3, 14. That they may be with him. And that he may send them out. Be with him first. Many of us, there are vacancies in our life that people should have filled. There are things in our life people can do for us. Many women at times is when they have a child and they don't have a housemaid that they know that they have been shunning people. If you have not been shunning people, sisters will come out of their way and say, Mommy, Junior, is there anything that they say for you? But when you have not been associated with them and now you have a child and your mother has not come and there's nobody around saying, uh, Jenna, treat me after this episode. We all go. They will dodge you because they were, you are not there. We need people in our lives. Sheep work in company. You need a company, you can work in company of people who are reliable. I always say this with a thing of pride in my heart. There are people I can call as I'm talking to you. I say, I need 100 million naira. You know what? They just say, into what account will I pay it? Period. They will not ask, what do you want to use it for? I can call them now. I need 100 million. When we were building this place, they were begging me with money. One of them offered 200 million. He said, we'll give you 200 million. I said, ah, interest on top. He said, if you want pay interest, if you don't want pay interest. I said, I don't want to borrow money. I said, why can't you give me the money? He said, ah, ah. Oh, that will give you 20. He gave me 20. Just as we are talking, 20 million change hands. No sweat. But you know, he has been in my life. That's why I can say, I will give you 20 million. No sweat. 
was talking to somebody recently. I said, ah, there is a project we want to do in the church. We want to build something at the back of the hall. Is it how much will it cost? I said, I don't know. I said, but I think it will cost about 80 million. He said, when you're ready, let me know. Because he's there. Not that we now print a, a, a card. This is to cordially invite the general public to the fundraising ceremony of our ultra modern building where we will house the office of the president, a studio, Yoruba church, another. I don't need that. Why? I have people. You need such people. You need the poor like you need the rich. Because some of you say, Oh, you know, you don't know that the Otoshi is your ground of investment. That is where you put your seed to germinate. Otoshi, good measure press that shaking together. So that when you scatter your seed, they come back to you from every direction. There is a new day and a new hour. You will not stand alone anymore in life. Things will begin to work that never worked yesterday. There will be a change that will come on your finances. Where you have never been accepted, you will not be accepted. Because you are a sheep. You develop the ability, the quality, the particular, specific, unique quality of a sheep. Consider what I say. The Lord give you understanding. Shall we rise? Did you get, were you blessed? Then give the Lord a big hand of praise. Come on.